Episode 33 of the Beyond the Cubicle podcast. 33 weeks. We are chugging along. <laughs> Man, today's episode is is all about performance in a way, but it's about performance and money. And don't we love talking about getting paid? That's how you got to get paid. That's it, right? All right. Uh, episode 32 of the Beyond the Cubicle podcast. We're talking about how to hack your performance review. 33. 33. Look at that. See, I'm already getting weeks. confused. <laughs> <You> <laughs> 33 weeks. Review lately. <laughs> yeah, I have one. 33. Hack your performance review. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right, we're back. Episode 33 of the Beyond the Cubicle podcast. Right, right. I am one of your trusty hosts, Brian Montgomery. I'm the other one, Eric That's Kelly. It. Social media, you can catch us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at This Is BTC, the Beyond the Cubicle podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Apple, if you're listening on an Apple product, um, the podcast app, just you know, hit that, hit that five stars, five stars, and just give uh, us a good rating. Yeah, leave us a review. It helps other people find us on the platform. Mm-hmm. Uh. YouTube. You can find us on YouTube. We put the episodes out each week right there. Okay. Right along with the audio. All right, today's topic, hacking your performance review. Right. right. People so, hate them. Yeah, I was inspired by this. Uh, th- this topic was inspired by just uh, conversations that I've had with peers and, and just others that I know that are in situations where, you know, they're, they're ready for a higher compensation. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they're ready for a promotion of some sort or that type of deal. Right. Um, but they feel like they're not getting the opportunities. Right. And so my thing uh, as of late has always been to don't focus on the external factors, meaning what my manager is doing or not doing for me, mm-hmm. what the company is doing or not doing for me. I need to focus on me and the things that I have control over. And one of the things that I have control over is my performance. Right. And um, in order in order to justify anything that I ask for, whether it's a, a promotion or a raise or anything of that sort, I need to have something that shows my value and my justification for my request. Okay, you use three big words. Which, which is stop using big words. Justification. Man. How many <laughs> syllables? Justification. Oh man, that's a five syllable word. Okay, let me break it down to you. Uh, Performance reviews. Yeah, this is how you get paid. That's it. That's <laughs> that's it. This is how you get paid. That's and the it. reason is, is that companies have to find a way to quantify your work. Yeah. So they can assign a number to it, so they can put you in the little pale, the pay scale yeah. pecking order. This they got true. salary grades. Yeah. They got compa ratios for all yeah. you HR people that are out there. Where you are in relation to midpoint of your salary grade, yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. Short. This is how you get paid. That's how you get paid. Yep. All right. So let's jump into it like this. Then the purpose of the performance review, and we we kind of already touched on it a little bit, mm-hmm. but in my mind, that's that's your report of how you're doing, right, with your job. And how you're performing. It's your report card. Yeah, it's your right, good. It's exactly your report it card. It's your report and card. Hopefully, they've had a conversation with you. Right. It says, I expect these things mm-hmm. in 2018 mm-hmm. for you to pick up that bonus, pay raise, whatever, yeah. and start in 2019 making more money than you made last right. year. Right. So that's how the game really is played. Right. 
And so <laughs> let's let, let's put this in perspective of our of our running theme on this entire podcast, which is pies, right? P I E S. Absolutely. Performance, image, exposure, spirituality. Right. This clearly falls into a couple of those categories, which is P and E for sure. And you need some spirituality to give you a bad performance review. You absolutely do. Like, <laughs> but, upside your head. But. One of the things that we've said constantly is if you go to work and you just do what's in your job description, mm-hmm. right, it'll keep you a job, right? Yeah. So if we look at this, just like t- taking your your example of like this is your report card, right? if you go to work and you perform your job description and that's it, you yeah. get a C. You get a C. You get a C. Middle of the road, you get a C. Now, here's the junk they tell you. It's mm-hmm. called meets expectations. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You know, say, well, no, 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 that's not a bad, you meet expectations, but you get no extra gravy on your potatoes. No, no. So, meets expectations is great. Yeah. Because now, if you don't, you won't be there. Right. But that's not enough to get you what no, you want. No, it's, it's not enough. Nope. Um, this is also, just like we just said, this is a tool that's that's used in compensation negotiation. I'm going in, I want this money. How am I going to justify it? I need this performance review. So my boss is going to look and say, okay, well, you know, you did this project. Oh, you helped us out here. Oh, man, this person has been super valuable to us in the last year. You know what? Cool. Right. They deserve their 3% raise. Right, right. right. (laughs) 3%. 3%. If you want to get your feelings hurt, go out right now and Google the the salary... uh, Nationally, right. The 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 salary uh, growth uh-huh. is two point nine percent. Two point nine. Yeah, 2. that's 2. it. Two point nine percent, which means somebody didn't even get their three percent last year. Oh, look, I've been I've been look I've been blessed then. Are we only been real blessed? Dude, I was at a place where they were arguing about the difference to give this person, uh-huh. and I took what they were giving them for a year. Uh-huh. And the raise was so minuscule. Yeah. I'm not making this up. It was about three pizzas a month. That's ridiculous. I could eat up this dude's whole raise. That's that's ridiculous. And and when people are talking about making money, and by the way, he gets to keep his job yeah. by meeting all of those, everything that's on that list of requirements. That's ridiculous. Three pizzas? Three pizzas a month. So... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want even extra pe- extra meat pizzas. This was just straight up. Yeah. Cheap. So let's let's talk a little bit about like uh, the typical structure of the performance review system. Okay. Um, you've worked in in HR for long time, a long time, <laughs> thirty plus years, right? Uh, I've been in corporate for um, almost fourteen years. Oh. Yeah. And so you know, I've I've been through a ton been of performance through- reviews. And yeah. and, I, and I've worked for nothing but publicly traded companies, so same, the, same formula. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. It's, a, it's a similar formula yeah. across the board. Yeah. But typically, there's a scale of one to five, mm-hmm. right? If you fall anything below a three, they're typically putting you on some type of performance improvement plan, <laughs> or you, you're out the door. Let's just be real. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's just be real. Absolutely. You're out the door, right? Yeah, right. So, just in terms of uh, typical compensation and bonuses and that type of thing. In your experience, the people who typically get threes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 
would you say that most most of their conversation increases or their opportunities are kind of limited? A three says I met expectations. Now, first of all, let's talk about the scale, one through five. Mm-hmm. Three is meets expectations. Mm-hmm. Four is exceeds. exceeds expectations. Yeah. And five, you're on the Marvel comic list because you are a superhero. How many people have you ever seen get fives? Very few. Exactly. Unless it was a couple of people they really liked. Yeah, you gotta really like you. Okay. And some of those guys exist. Okay, so three is mates. Now, that's the up end. The bottom end, two, you're not cutting the mustard. Right. And one is you suck. If one, come on, man. You, like you... Now, in the olden days, ones, and we're, we're watching things change, uh, 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 Jack Welch, Neutron Jack. Yeah. GE. If you were a one, mm-hmm. you didn't get a chance to be a one again. Oh, you were out. You were gone. Wow. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Twos, you might get a break one year. Yeah. But you're not going to be around long. Yeah. So meets was the bottom mm-hmm. of keeping your job. Mm-hmm. So if you're talking about you want more money, you want yeah. a bigger raise, if you're a meet... And you're the bottom end of the salary range. They're gonna give you. They're gonna move yeah. you up a little bit. But that does not command anybody's salary. Right. And, yeah. and so, in my experience, the process has been um, every quarter or half year or whatever. Right. Yeah. Usually twice a year. My company is going to quarterly now. Okay. Um, Which is better. Yeah, because it's it's more frequent. So That's you, you, you have more opportunities to kind of improve along the road. That's what um, you want. But the first piece in that process is a self-assessment, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's your opportunity to say, hey, here's what I've done this quarter or this have this six months out of the year, mm-hmm. and this is how I feel like this is how I feel like I'm performing. Mm-hmm. You submit that, and then your your direct supervisor comes in and says, eh, yeah, such and such has been performing here. Yeah. We're gonna meet here, or they'd be like, eh, I disagree with this. <laughs> you know, I think you've been performing here, mm-hmm. right? Where I'm going with that is, in your experience, mm-hmm. uh, what's the dispute process like, and who typically wins in the dispute process? If 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 I if I give a self assessment and I've been keeping track of what I've done, yeah. right, and my boss comes to say, oh, I don't think you did that, and they give you a lower rating. Which clearly impacts your 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 standing in the company, yes, your job, your compensation, <laughs> your additional compensation, right? Yeah. How does that how does that that, that oh, dispute that, go? <laughs> First of all, uh-huh. uh, the boss is always going to win. Uh, I hate it. I know. I know. Uh, I know. And, and every time we say that, somebody writes in or they call in and say, "My." You know, what do you mean the boss always wins? I said, well, have you ever beaten one? Nope. Okay. So the boss always wins. Dang it. So we'll talk about the step, the tips. We'll talk about steps to make sure that the boss helps you win. Right. Because you've got to, you've got to work towards that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the boss always wins. Secondly, what you just described is a, is a recent phenomenon of self-assessment. Mm-hmm. Because, and I've used systems that did it. There was a system that I, in fact, with... With one analyst, I think we covered about 14,000 people globally. Mm-hmm. That, those are the systems that are in place, and it worked your way. The the employee wrote their appraisal, mm-hmm. and went to their supervisor who edited, which if you were a supervisor, you loved it because you didn't have to write 30 appraisals mm-hmm. from scratch. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and then it would go all the way up, people could see it. But ultimately, your supervisor is going to say what your rating is. Right. If it's now, I still know some companies where it's top down, and the supervisor have to say it says I've got, I've got fourteen people. I got to write fourteen appraisals. Right. That it that sucks. Yeah, it does. And you're trying to remember for what they did the last year. So yeah. He, here's a tip. Here's the tip. You may have to ask God's forgiveness before you do it. The last six months before an appraisal, mm -hmm. you suck up like mad. <laughs> hey, Brian, is there anything I can help you do? Oh, man, you're right there, Johnny, on the spot. Because guess what? This person the most is just, recent, dude, too. Dude, yeah. what have you done for me lately? Right, right, right. So that's a reality thing. The the, the real issue, and you, meant, you alluded to it earlier, you're going to have to keep a relationship with your boss and keep that communication yeah. open. Right. You need to, this is your money. Right, right, right. Yeah. So forget ego. You know, this is, this is, this is, this is how you're going to get paid. So uh, let's get super into the meetup because I think okay. this is what people really want to hear. Okay. Like here, like we're going to run down seven tips to help you what we would call hack your performance review. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So th these are seven tips that you can apply starting tomorrow or today, depending on when, however you're listening to this, when you're listening to it. It's October though. Somebody, somebody needed this. <laughs> it's, yeah. Look, I'm telling you, <laughs> the end of the year is coming up real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, seven tips to help you hack your performance review. Yeah. To get a better rating. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Number one, know your company's goals. Right. You want to take, what you've done during the year. Yes. And you want to be able to say, see these things this CEO said we're going to do? Yep. Here's what I did to help make to help make that happen. Absolutely. So you want to be able to tie everything that you've done back to what the company did. Absolutely. Uh, number two, know your bosses or your groups. Know Just, your bosses or your group's goals and how they fit into the company's goals. Yeah. They call it cascading goals. Mm -hmm. The company says, hey, I want to do blah, blah, blah. Right. Your department says, how do I support that? Mm -hmm. And you say, how do I support that? Exactly. Can I use a football analogy? Go. Okay. Uh, the coach says we want to win this game. Yep. You got a quarterback coach. Mm -hmm. You've got a linebacker coach. Mm -hmm. You got a running back coach. Mm -hmm. Doesn't really matter. All their goals cascade down from we want to win this game. Gotcha. Now, there may Perfect. be some different strategies in different departments. Yes. But whatever it is. I serve an overall right. goal. The second thing, now, you got the company. That's mm -hmm. cool. But the second one on there was the one you really got to get. What's your boss's goal? What are? is your boss's goal? Right. If you make your boss look good, mm -hmm. your boss doesn't even have to like you oh. to make sure you get paid. Take care. Absolutely. So, Take care. So what are your boss's goals? And some of us have to get over maybe not liking the boss. Mm -hmm. It's not about the boss. It's no. about getting paid. No, it's not. Um. I've worked in, in situations where I think there were a couple of people that were not 100% happy that I was the guy sitting in the chair. Mm -hmm. They would still come in. Hey, Eric, what do you think we should do? And I'm like, if I was on a mountain <laughs> bending over looking at something and they were behind me. They're going to kick you off. They're going to give you the That boot. would be <laughs> So I wasn't stupid enough to believe they liked me. Right. But they they understand hierarchy. Yeah. You know, you salute the stripes, if not the man. Yeah. So... If your boss, mm -hmm. if that boss is going to have some impact on your check, right? I'm gonna find out what it is they want. I, look, I agree. I do it today. And you if, you're if you're really smart, you'll solve their problems. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fortunately, I like my boss, so we're good. That's cool. That's <laughs> you know? a good thing. That's a good thing. Uh, number three, set your personal goals and metrics according to those 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 your boss's goals and right. the company's goals. Right. Right. But 
the the added piece of that is set them in a way that you can measure them. Absolutely. Because that's important. The reason that's important is you want to be able to take some concrete data back to your superiors. I hate saying superiors. Apologize for that. Take some concrete data back to (laughs) your boss and say, hey, this is what I've done, and this justifies how I feel about my performance. (laughs) Superiors, man. Oh. Dude, dude. I don't like the term. You may work for somebody Uh dumber than you. (laughs) That doesn't matter. I'm trying to get paid. Yeah, pretty much. So if, if, and this is, man, this is ego, real quick. Yeah. If a person has an ego that I report to, Uh I'm old now. Younger used to bug me. Uh I don't care. No. I'm trying to get that check. Yeah. So if you're trying to get paid, do something with your ego yeah. so you can manage that ego. I'm with it. So uh, here, here's the boss, and the bo- you know the boss is uh, uh, saying, what did you do lately? Mm-hmm. And when you said metrics, yeah. here's the thing. You got to be able to measure it because you've got to answer the so what. Now, we covered this on the episode when we were writing our resume. Oh, yes. So yes, I, yes. Say, I say, Brian, I had... I went out with four clients, and we did this fix and this fix, and the operation is working better. Mm-hmm. You can still say, huh, really? Mm-hmm. So what? We just saved the company $400,000. Yeah. Anytime you can link your accomplishments to, to money, savings, safety, operational efficiency, performance, profitability, right. anytime you can link to that, yeah. oh, and, and, that's and, how you get paid. And some jobs come with built-in metrics already set up. Like oh, yeah. if you're in sales. Sales automatic. Even, I think even teaching because, you know, um, test scores and things like that are used to yeah. kind of justify places. I don't like that. I don't like that either. But, <laughs> you know, if... If this was a different podcast and we wanted to start talking about the educational system, I have some thoughts. I got to have less pay because something wrong with your kid. Right. <laughs> oh, come on. Come okay. On. So, um, <laughs> so number, number, uh, that was number three, yeah, that, that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So number four. If your company gives bonuses based on performance, because some companies just give out flat bonuses, period, right? But if your company gives out bonuses based on performance, you need to seek out that policy and understand understand it. it. Absolutely. Uh, A lot of companies do a one-for-one. For For instance, I know a company that gives you maybe three or four goals Mm -hmm. and weights them. Yes. And the bonus is stupid money. Because if you know, as you notice... Uh, the higher up you go in the in the salary grades, mm-hmm. the higher your bonus is. Mm-hmm. So yep. one, one of the spots I know, the person I, I know very, very well, you know, 30 40% bonus. Okay, take all the money you made that year, and you can get lump sum 30 to 40%. I need to kind of... I need to, um. <laughs> so which, what, what you need to... What, and, and the company that... There's one company I'm thinking about. Uh-huh. They'll take that bonus, and they say, Brian, I want you to do these four things right. this year. Mm-hmm. And they're not just come to work. They're mm-hmm. like, put in reports to save us money, blah, 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 blah. You need to be able to get all those done, show that they're done, measure that they were done, mm-hmm. and look at the bonus and see how that correlates to how much money you're going to get. Absolutely. And if most of the companies you say publicly traded, they yep. do it. Some private companies do it. Yep. But if they're doing bonuses, they try to at least make it appear transparent yep. because any impropriety sets them up for some bad things on the HR side. Yeah. Here's one that I need to take my own advice on. Mm-hmm. Number five, <laughs> document everything. Yeah. And when I say everything, everything. <laughs> um, 
in, in some years past, this year I've been a lot better at it. In some years past, man, it's like I'm I'm in such a mode of just getting the work done. Yes. That by the time I'm through a project or I'm I'm juggling my normal monthly responsibilities, I've almost forgotten what I've accomplished. Yes. And then quarter review hits, I'm just like, dang, what did I do this quarter? Yes. Right? Yeah. But I've I've started to kind of just jot down on a piece of paper and just keep it at my desk. Um, worked on X project this month, right? Yeah. And just throw it to the side and just keep it. Just quick notes, right? And I'll compile it later. But that's just to kind of jog your memory on the things that you accomplished in a, in a period, in your performance period. Yeah. So that you can put down, you know, the quantification and the justification. And. You may have stuff your boss doesn't have. Correct. So you want to have that. Yeah. If your boss has 12 people to manage, yep. trust me, they did not spend all that time nope. thinking about what happened to you. Nope. So make sure that you keep a copy of that. And then, you know, in that discussion, you, you're walking in there with something. You're yeah. You're walking in there, you know, empty-handed. Hey, here's what I did. And be able to tie it back to productivity, efficiency, saving money, making money, revenue, whatever. Right. But tie what you did back to how it helps the company. Is it? Absolutely. Uh, number six, communicate regularly with your boss and ask for feedback. That's my check. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's okay. your check. Here's how to be broke. Uh-huh. Sit in your office in your cubicle, your chair, uh-huh. and just do your work, and don't say nothing to your boss. <sighs> That's how I like that to make money. And 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 we're laughing about it, but it's sad. Yeah. I've seen people say, "I don't want to talk to him. I don't like him." Your job is not to like them. If you got bills to pay. You're trying to enjoy your life. You're trying to go somewhere. This is about working your job. If your mentality is. I mean, clearly, this is everybody's mentality. I'm going to work to get a paycheck. I mean, that is what it is. But if your actions follow that mentality, mm-hmm. typically you will close yourself off mm-hmm. from the higher-ups. Yeah. Because there's a general, just in society, I think, though, there's a general, um, there is a general um, combativeness oh. with authority. Oh, absolutely. Right? Man, we hate authority. Especially in the black community. Let's just be real. Dude, everybody <laughs> hates authority. Yeah. We, we just, just... Some of those of us that have good tans, <laughs> we, don't know how, we don't know how to fake it. We, right. And, and, and faking it to us is selling out. Yeah. Right? But yeah. In, in, in a sense of you're trying to get somewhere, this is not selling yourself out. This is not uh, faking it funk. This is not kissing up, not kissing butt, whatever, right? This is... Get that money. Right. And here's the thing. Build a genuine relationship with your boss. Mm. Oh, you about to make me do a faith thing, man. You're killing me. Do it. Oh, man, you just hit me. Do it. And I can hear pop in my ear. Go. God put me in that spot. (laughs) Not just to make that check. Oh, man, you just hit me. He put me in that spot to be his fingers, his hand. Yeah. And who's to say that I'm not going to have an influence on my boss? Absolutely. That he wants to use me. Man, you just you messed up my day, bro. Quick story on, <laughs> on, on that note, right? That that happened to me. Really? I have, last year, a couple years ago, you know, like when you and I started rocking super heavy and I'm kind of coming to you for advice and take you on as a mentor or whatever, I just started seeing stuff differently. Mm-hmm. And... That also coincided with my own personal spiritual journey of just trying to kind of focus on being more 
open to humans, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You hear me talk a lot about like empathy and mm-hmm. and just the mindset and that type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. But when I started doing that, man, I just started looking around at people and just in moments, even when the work may be stressful, I just try to make a human connection. Mm-hmm. And so there, I had to travel with my boss uh, a couple of years ago. We were traveling a lot. The work was stressful. Um, she had just taken over their position, and she was just trying to grasp everything. And her personality type was one that kind of worried a lot. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, most most people who know me know I'm just, I typically stay pretty even keel. I'm fairly <laughs> patient, you know, uh, easy to talk to. So we just ended up talking a lot on the trips. And I would kind of hit her with some of the things that I was learning about positivity and empathy and connecting with people and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I remember when this last reorganization happened, we, I was no longer be working for her. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, when we were leaving my last performance review with her, which was earlier this year, she was just like, you know, like I appreciate all of the kind words. I appreciate your perspective on things and how positive you stay because it had an impact in those moments. Mm. And I was just kind of sitting there like, I wasn't expecting that. But to your point, it is so spot on true that just because we get a job for selfish reasons, which is I need money to be able to live, right? There can also be a spiritual component there that we have not yet realized. And so we could be, we could be sabotaging ourselves for a bigger purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Or sabotaging ourselves against a bigger purpose mm-hmm. um, by f- only focusing on our selfish needs at the moment. The, Justify the, selfish needs, by the, the way. The boss upstairs who is one who's really going to determine how this how this ends. Right. That's right. So you, you just brought me back. Yeah, this is how you get paid. This mm-hmm. is... These are the things you need to go through to make sure everything is documented. However, let's not lose sight of the fact that we may have been placed there by a higher power yeah. to make more of a difference. And even on the boss. Yes. Like what you said, you know, we, we, sometimes we, 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 we're afraid of the boss mm-hmm. or we don't like him enough to have a genuine mm-hmm. uh, conversation with him. I just want to get away from him. Right. But what if God sent me there to do that? Now, that could be the case. Oh, man, that's... And he'll, he'll pay me then. If God puts me in a spot, he'll pay me. He paid. <laughs> Diving deeper real okay. quick on this, uh, communicate regularly with the boss and ask for feedback. Yeah. So, um, like I said, the, my, the, where I am now, currently we do this quarterly, Got right? It. Got and it. so I'm typically going into our quarterly meeting mm-hmm. with a, a view in my mind or even on paper of the things that I've been working on, right? And... The, the the just a refresher on the goals of the group, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. In that meeting, I'm trying my best to listen more. And my boss, like I said, I've been blessed to have a good one, right? My boss is always also trying to listen more. because So because now we're two people that have created an environment of listening to each other, mm-hmm. we're more apt to collaborate. Mm-hmm. And I'm more apt to take his or her feedback, mm-hmm. right, on where I need to improve, right? And I take that, I'm empowered now because, okay, this is my area of weakness that he saw. Cool. Next, this quarter, I'm about to work on it, right? Got it. And you just constantly work, just have a mindset of improving. Got it. Um, listening, and I have to throw this in there only because this is a, this is a critical boss direct report relationship. Mm-hmm. Listen 
for what keeps your boss up at night. Absolutely. So we're in a meeting and you say, hey, Eric, uh, man, these reports are never measuring up and I can't get this other group to take it seriously. Mm -hmm. I know that's what you go to bed with your heart set on. Yeah, that's what, what, I like that. What if I solve that? What would my performance appraisal look like? <laughs> you might get that exceeds <laughs> expectation. <laughs> and you know what? That's not Four. Yeah. That's not sucking up, man. That's no. serving. That's oh. That's serving. Okay. I'm in a position you to just, serve. You just said it. That's a key word. That I'm in a position to serve. And I, I heard a Akeem Olajuwon say this back when the Rockets well, they're back. But anyway, back yeah. when the Rockets were there in their heyday. And they said, man, how do you play that way? He said, I don't play for the fans. Play for I play kids. for God. And whatever his concepts were of God. Yeah. He yeah. said, when I step on the floor, yeah. the best, he didn't take a night off. He said, I, everything that I'm doing, I'm playing for God. And you know, and like, I've never, I've never thought about it in the context of serving Certainly. Again, because my own selfish tendencies are typically in the way. I I want <laughs> I want to get paid more so I can go home and live a live a good life with my family. Absolutely, you know what I mean. Absolutely. And so service, yeah. although that's what you're doing when you try to pay attention to what your boss's needs are. That's what you're doing. That's what you man. This is that's dope. So, I like that. So how do you move kissing up and sucking up to service? Because if I if I yeah. if this guy is better, and I'm I do corny because you know I go around the country training mm -hmm. and doing seminars or whatever, if I can get two supervisors to treat their employees better. Oh, you've done it. That employee goes home and treats his family better. Absolutely. The kids may make better grades. Yeah. And somebody says, that's hokey and altruistic. No, no I'm just serving. But you're impacting families. That's, that's, and if one of us looked at our jobs yeah. that way, because I'm looking at this thing like, this is how I get paid. Uh -huh. But also, if I'm serving, uh -huh. And I'm documenting serving. Uh, I'm good. You good? <laughs> okay. I can't argue with you. The, the very last one, and you know okay. this is one of my favorites. Okay. Great. Number seven. Mm -hmm. The number seven tip to hack mm -hmm. your performance review is get creative. Apply creativity to your position. Now uh, we we talk about this um, almost constantly now on this show. Yeah. But creativity does not always mean having the creative gene of, like, the arts. No. Creativity is problem-solving. Strategic how, thinking. Yes, yeah, strategic Absolutely. thinking. How can, how can I take what's in front of me, whether it's an issue, whether it's a process, whether it's um, uh, efficiency, mm -hmm. how can I apply strategic thinking, creative thinking, coming up with out-of-the-box solutions mm -hmm. to uh, help my group, help the company uh, move forward, mm -hmm. to fix this thing. Mm -hmm. That's creativity. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you, because I can speak from experience, getting creative, no matter what job or role that you're in, getting creative to um, innovate, to improve yeah. something or whatever, yeah will absolutely put you in a space get you in paid. your performance review It'll or in you your paid. performance yeah. to get better opportunities it, it, and, and increase your paycheck. It, it will get you paid. Absolutely. Real quick, in two seconds, yes. getting creative is the ability to think outside the box and look at the problem differently. Yeah. Uh, so many people are tactical in that 
they wait, they they go to work every day and they do the tactical things. They do their job, they're, and they're good at it. Mm -hmm. The strategic thinker is the one that gets paid because right. he steps back and sees all these people doing the tactical things and goes, "What's the big picture of this?" Uh, the story was told about Michelangelo and mm -hmm. coming to the guys that are working on this church. He said, uh, uh, "These guys are bricklayers," and he said, "One guy said, what do you do?'" He says, "Well, I'm laying bricks." Another guy, second guy said, I'm building a wall. Mm. The last guy said, I'm building a cathedral. Well, mm. the last guy was the strategic big picture. Right. He knew that every motion that he did, he was still working with the other guys, yeah. but every motion that he did had, there was an outcome attached to it. Uh -huh. He basically steps back and looks at big picture. By the way, big picture are the people that get promoted. Yep. And as somebody that's done executive coaching and working in that, that's what they're looking for. Can right. I be a creative, big picture, strategic thinker? Mm -hmm. That person moves up the chain. Yep. Again, that's why I like my boss. <laughs> I do, man. Seriously. Dude, dude, if you get a good one, yeah. you're blessed, man. That's it. You're blessed. Episode 33 of the Beyond the Cubicle podcast. This has been Hacking Your Performance Review. <laughs> right? We, we talked about the performance review in the context of kind of how it can help you um, just improve your standing at work, get more money. Absolutely. And then we ran down seven tips, and I'll, I'll, I'll throw them out here for you real quick so you can mm -hmm. take the notes down. One, know your company's goals. Number two, know your, know your boss's goals mm -hmm. and how they fit into the company's goals. Mm -hmm. Number three, set your personal goals so that they can be tracked and managed uh, so that you can have better metrics to track them and also set them so they fit in with your boss's goals and the company's goals. Mm -hmm. Number four, if your company gives bonuses based on performance, know the policy. Mm -hmm. um, number five, document everything. Keep a brag book. Okay? Everything. Number six, communicate regularly with your boss and make sure you ask for feedback. And number seven, get creative. All right? Seven tips to help you improve your performance and your performance standing, your performance review. And for my faith people out there, yep. stay connected to your higher power. Always. Stay connected to God and ask him to give you a heart for service. Ooh. And the rest of this, it'll fall in place. It'll fall in place. Absolutely. I love it. Beyond the Cubicle, episode 33. For, for Eric Kelly, I'm Brian Montgomery. See you on the next show. We out. Mm.